let's practice everything we've been talking about. I've thrown in a special problem at the end. This is not a complete set of problems. There are a bunch in your textbook. I recommend you do every single one. Um, literally, the more you do, the better it will be for you to see the patterns. Um, for this first one, I started with, um, I started you off with your anion. So first you want to identify what's your nucleophile, what's your electrophile. This is my nucleophile. This is going to be my electrophile. Uh, PRI is propyl iodide. So let me draw out what I have. I tend to solve these problems by drawing out at least half mechanisms just so I can see what I'm doing. It also helps me keep track of my carbons. I know that the way this reaction works is the lone pair of the acetylide anion is going to attack the carbon that is attached to the halogen. The halogen will pick up the lone pair of electrons. So the answer is going to be this, and I'm gonna label I know. So five is going to be the end, and four, which attacked one, two, and three. So it's drawn a little funny, but that would be the answer for problem one. All right. So as an exercise, think about what would you expect to see in the IR? So you'd want to see this stretch, probably uh, it's going to be slightly above your 2800, so maybe be like 2900 inverse centimeters. I don't know. I'm not looking at a spectra, so I can't tell you for sure. Um, there wouldn't be anything else diagnostic. You wouldn't mass spec. You don't know enough to find anything diagnostic. CNMR, you expect to see five signals with two of them being inverted in a DP, DPT and at least one that is um, gone. So the two that would be inverted would be one and two, and the one that would be gone would be four. Then I could think about in, if I had HNMR, what would I expect to see? I have one, two, three, four. I have four signals. Um, I would expect five to integrate to one H and be a singlet. Four doesn't have any. I expect one to integrate to two H and be a triplet. I expect two to integrate to two H and be a multiplet. I think it's a sextet uh, specifically. Sextet. And then I would expect three to integrate to three H and be a triplet as well. So this is always a good exercise to use so that you keep your spectra in mind because you will see a lot of spectra on future quizzes or HLOs and BTPs. Let's go to the next one. So this is an interesting problem because I didn't explain to you um, a certain stereochem of how this reaction works. So notice that this is NaNH2, not NaNH3. So this means I'm going to dehydrohalogenate. to give an alkene, alkyne, sorry, alkyne. The thing is, the question is, am I gonna end up with my alkyne here or is my alkyne going to be here? General rule is when you're doing this, you want the most substituted 
um, alkene or alkyne, depending on what you're doing, there will come a time where you need to make an alkene and you'll have to decide. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna do this. You can write um, two if you wanna indicate that. You can also go excess if you wanna be specific. Um, yeah, so we know that this is gonna eliminate, so you, get, you end up with the most substituted. So I will, <coughs> I am so sorry. Um, I'm gonna flip my ring around. I should give myself some space. As long as the committee is the same, it doesn't matter. <coughs> I know that there's three carbons after the attachment. So that is the product I expect. It will be an internal alkyne. And you can think about, I don't think I mentioned the mechanism of how this works. Um, you have your anions when it's, when you have this, I kind of flipped it. The way it works is this will take the proton, the lone pair between the proton and the molecule will come down and form a double bond, and this will leave. We will talk about this in chapter nine when we talk about um, substitution and elimination. So don't worry about it if you don't understand what's happening yet. But that's just a kind of like, if it helps you to see what's happening, that's what's happening. So that's internal. So now if we go to three, you should be like, oh, it's gonna go on the more substituted one. Well, this is more substituted, except you need a hydrogen in order for this reaction to happen. Are there any hydrogens at this point? No. So you end up with the exact same product. because there's no hydrogens on the benzene ring. All right, so now we're going down to some problems where, and I will do this when I get tired. So you have oct3-ine with NaNH3. I know that NaNH3, which is not NaH2 and NH3, gives me trans, alkene. So I can skip a lot of my hard work by just writing trans. Um, actually, I could do it this way. I said it was going to be um, a trans alkene. So I could say it's going to be oct 3 e ene you need to indicate stereochem when it's relevant. If you want to draw that out, it would be one, two, three, four, eight, one, two, three. It would be that. So I have pent two ion. So I can do, I don't know why I started like that. Okay, so a good way to think about um, when you're drawing alkynes is you're always going to have four carbons in a row and then you can put whatever you want after that. So this is my pentuline. Lindlers tells me that I'm going to have a cis alkene. So I'm going to end up with um, pent2-v-ene, which you can imagine being drawn one, two, three, four, five. 
like that. Change the colors because I can. Feel good. Okay. So if you have palladium or platinum or nickel, so if you have just a metal and H2, you're going to an alkane. So this is just going to be butane when it's all said and done. For seven, I did um, hydrobrobination. The key to remember is that the intermediate, so this is also, I also picked this problem because this is one of the few times where you can draw your triple bond um, not linearly because it's in a ring. It's just really annoying to draw it if you try to draw it linearly. So this is your intermediate where you have one. The second one will add to the same place the first one did. So you will end up with a dibromo product like that. So I'm going to be lazy again. One, one, dibromo, cyclo, octane. All right. This one. Your first thing should be like, oh, there's a boron, so I'm going anti-Markovnikov. Hopefully, once you did that, you don't even have to think about it. I have to count the carbons. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So on four, I'm going to have my aldehyde done. Nine, I have the same starting material, but the question is, what are the reagents to make the final product? Again, this is one of the types of questions you can expect. This, you should go, if it's Markovnikov, right? So if I'm labeling this as one, two, three, four, and I have one, two, three, four, it means Markovnikov, you should be thinking mercury. So this is going to be your H2SO4, HGSO4, H2O, because it is an alkyne, if it was an alkene, you would be doing something different, right? If it was an alkene, you'd be looking at mercury acetate, mercury diacetate. All right. So for 10, same idea. I have an alkyne. I go to an alkane. You should be thinking it's got to be a metal. Palladium and H2, done. Now, this last one is interesting, and I did this on purpose. So for a lot of the reagents you see over the arrow, you can assume that you have excess. You have as much as you need to do whatever you want. Sometimes you will need to indicate that you want two or one. So if you're trying to stop, for instance, at... Um, this, you might want to say one equivalent so that I know you want to stop here and that's how you're going to stop. Um, otherwise, you, you assume you're going to do as much as you can. So in this question, I can have a reaction at the alkyne, but I can also have a reaction at the alkene. So it's really important that you don't forget that when you're doing this problem, because you're going to end up with bromines everywhere. This is an insane molecule I'm about to draw. Um, oh, wait, I don't know. It's the only one. So remember, if you have an alkyne, you get tetra addition. If you have an alkene, you get just the di addition. Um, they are all trans to each other. You have a stereocenter here. This is the only stereocenter. Um, so yeah, so you can indicate it, you can, if you need to, if you want to show 
if this, and you can say, you know, plus an antihumor, whatever. I'm okay if you leave it just as a line for that particular problem. Um, but yeah, that's a handful of problems. There's going to be more during the live session, and we'll talk through them. You should start trying to put problems together. And again, you should do every single problem you can find in the book. Uh, I hope that helps. Good luck.